0: Hi everyone and welcome to our second show. I'm Dana and I'm Jim. Today we'll be talking about a fun game that Jim and I made up a few years ago, the childhood game with tag and many other interesting stories. But first, beer.
1: So today we have an IPA from Evil Twin Brewing. Uh, we did some research on this brewery uh, and we found that the head brewer is from Copenhagen in Denmark. Uh, they have an office location in Brooklyn right now, and they're going to be opening their tasting room in the fall of this year, 2018, in Queens, New York. Uh, the beer that we're going to try from Evil Twin is an American Double or Imperial IPA. The ABV is coming in at 9.0. Oh. <laughs> This is a heavy hitter, folks. Yeah. it's a heavy hitter. Uh, It is Evil Twin's most hopped beer they have ever brewed with 5.6 pounds of mostly Galaxy and Citra hops with a touch of Amarillo and Simcoe. This is a very hoppy beer. The Beer Advocate rating on Beer Advocate's website was a 4.2 out of 5.
0: Wow, this should be good.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So let's crack this baby open. Let's do it. For some for my lovely wife. Thank you. Here you go. Thanks, Bill. And for myself. Cheers. Cheers.
0: It smells hoppy. Oh, that's good. It's really good. I definitely know it's strong, though. Yeah, you know how some beers it uh, sneaks up on you. This is definitely a uh, boozy. Oh, so give me more, okay? Sneak up
1: on. <laughs> there you go. Let's, let's finish that you can. Just
0: off. poured more in my glass. It's very good, though. Um, how many different hops in it? We got the Galaxy, the Citra, Amarillo, Simcoe.
1: My apologies, Beer Advocate was wrong. <laughs> I'm looking at the can now, and it's a seven point five.
0: It still smells and tastes super boozy, though. It still
1: tastes like a 9.0. It does. <laughs> I will take it. Okay.
0: Wow. It's very good. The aftertaste is very boozy. Is it my imagination?
1: I didn't say the name of the beer.
0: Oh, what's the name of the, the name, beer? It
1: is the name of the brewery.
0: <laughs> it's the name of the beer. I
1: always felt closer to IPAs than I did to people.
0: That is a cold motherfucker. <laughs>
1: a (laughs) cold-ass beer title right there. Okay.
0: Do you get an aftertaste?
1: I do. Everything's good. I'm I'm a fan of this beer. I'm a fan of this brewery. I've had other beers by them. Uh, We cannot wait for their Queens location to open.
0: Field Uh, trip!
1: Yes. I look forward to visiting. It's going to be at 1616 George Street in Ridgewood, New York, which is in Queens. Uh, Again, opening this fall. And we purchased this beer...
0: At the beer noggin.
1: Can you imagine that? That's where we—that's where we got the beer for episode one, and now we're on episode two, and we went to the same venue because Doug and Brendan have great suds, and they are great buds. So
0: oh, I see what you did there. See what I did there? Awesome. Cool.
1: So, moving along.
0: Speaking of drinks, every year we go to the San Gennaro Festival. If you are not from New York, the San Genero Festival the is feast the of feast of
1: San Genero.
0: Do you your part Italian? Do you want to describe what it is?
1: You go right ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Relatives are rolling in their graves. Let the black girl from the south <laughs>
1: tell you what it is. Uh, boppity boppity boppity.
0: <laughs> so every September in Little Italy, downtown Manhattan. There is a festival. It is on Mulberry Street. They shut down all of the, well, they don't shut down the restaurants, but they bring all the tables outside. You can sit outside. It's a big Italian festival. Every restaurant has specials. They have their waiters outside yelling at you, trying to get you into the restaurant. And there are also a lot of uh, games, like a carnival for kids. There's rides, there's fried dough, there's every kind of food you imagine. Every year we go, Jim has a game plan. Do you want to tell him your 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 foods you have to have at San Gennaro? Uh,
1: I got to have a little sausage and peppers. I got to have some meatball, Parmesan, or just individual meatball. I got to taste the meatballs at the different boats to see. He likes got the bowls. The, the best one. I wouldn't say that.
0: Okay. I, um, I, I did.
1: But, uh, and then they have this uh, steak sandwich uh, that is absolutely delicious. It's like steak and cheese. It's... Um, kind of like, I don't know, seasoned beef. And it looks like, like a,
0: roast beef to me, but yeah, it's I don't know. It's like an Italian
1: know. steak sandwich. It's like delicious. I don't know the official name of it. Why would but I? But he
0: knows how to find it yeah, every I can, year. Yeah, I can smell.
1: <laughs> and one thing that we both like, but Dana really enjoys it because she doesn't eat meat, um, is the seafood salad.
0: So good. So it is
1: so good. They put out uh, this octopus shrimp. Calamad. <laughs> <Got it> <laughs> Uh celery, yes, red pepper, this yes. and this like Italian kind of oil and vinegar dressing. Yes. Oh, it's really, it's really good. Super
0: fresh and delicious. I love it.
1: So what we like to do we we enter on Canal Street mm-hmm. and we walk north yeah. on Mulberry mm-hmm. and we just take in all of the sites and test the food out and uh and we end up always at the Mulberry Street Bar. That's the name of it. Okay, good. You had to look. Here's why.
0: Here's why we always stop there. Because drinking really isn't allowed on the street for this festival. So some of the restaurants have built these wooden booths that are really on the sidewalk, but you're kind of facing the street so you can people watch. So this particular bar makes this big wooden booth. Everybody's in there having a good time, eating, drinking, some people smoking, Um, So we get our drinks. Jim normally gets a beer. I get a little Chianti because, you know, when in Rome. We sit out there and one year a good friend, Dom Ricciardi, came with us. He's Italian. (laughs) Dominucci. And I don't know which of us started this game, but uh, you want to tell them the name of the game?
1: The name of the game is IRR. IRR stands for Interracial Relationship, uh, which is what we're in. Um, we are, we are, I wouldn't say interracial relationship. We're an interracial marriage. Yes. So one thing that catches mine and Dana's eyes are, are couples that are of mixed race walking around. And, and I don't know if Dom started this game. Dom gets a, a huge kick out of it. Loves playing <laughs> it with us. Um, so we basically, whenever we spot an IRR, we say, fuck yeah. And we kind of nod with our heads in the general direction of the IRR.
0: I point with my finger.
1: Which is t- <laughs> so insanely rude. Um, do they get it? When I they feel see like they point? know
0: what's going on. I feel yeah. like we all play this game.
1: I mean, sometimes you get the head nod, the acknowledgement of, hey, we know. We see you guys. Oh, we see you over there.
0: But there's a point system. You want to explain that? Which
1: is so... It's not even. It's
0: abstract. It's not. It's not. Yeah. You know.
1: We're not jotting it down in a mini notebook in our pocket. Like it's keeping... in my mind,
0: though. I'm winning. Yeah.
1: So we know how many each of us spot out. You know, throughout the feast of San Gennaro. Um and I think what did we do that year? Was it the the loser had to buy the round at the next bar that we went to?
0: It's always about beers. Yes. Yeah. But the way it works is like Jim and I. He's white. I'm African American. Pretty basic the more rare the couple is, the more points you get. So if there's like a big discrepancy in age between the two, that gets you higher points. If it's a same sex marriage with like two two groups of people you don't usually see together, even being in Manhattan, that's higher in points. So it's a fun game. And I feel like one of these years, I'm just gonna walk up to somebody and explain the game and ask, do you also play this game? Because I feel like we're points for somebody. How (laughs) how
1: have we not done that?
0: I don't know. But I, okay, this September I'm doing it. We're doing it. We're going to do that this September. So San Janeiro this year, if you want to come hang out, it is September 15th through the 26th. It is a load of fun. There is some sort of like religious significance. I don't know what it is. But if you've seen The Godfather 2... (laughs) <laughs> the scene in which Michael Corleone kills the guy in the white uh, suit. I forgot who is. He's like the big dude that steals money from everybody in the neighborhood. Everybody hates him. They're sick of paying him for no reason. He has like a gold tooth on the side. The scene where Michael is young and he kills him. And it's the scene where he's jumping across all the roofs. And he has the gun and he breaks it and sends it down all the chimneys. That's San Gennaro, where you see the people marching down the street, and there's like a big statue of Jesus coming down. That's San Gennaro.
1: Okay, so the, the by the wonders of the interwebs and <laughs> Google, it's like magic, I was able to look this up. The Feast of San Gennaro, originally a one-day religious commemoration, arrived in the United States in September 1926 when immigrants wow. from Naples... Mm -hmm. congregated along Mulberry Street in Little Italy which is a section of Manhattan in New York City right south of where we live uh, to continue the tradition they had followed in Italy to celebrate Saint Janarius the patron saint of Naples his feast day is September 19th in the liturgical calendar of the Roman Catholic Church and that's why they celebrated in the month of September here in New York City uh, we will continue our tradition of going to the Feast of San Gennaro and playing IRRR. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Moving along.
0: <laughs> so Jim and I went to see the movie Tag. It's been out for a few weeks. Um, we thought it looked like a lot of fun because who didn't grow up playing this game? It's back in the day when kids didn't stay in all day. They didn't play their video games. They got some sun. They got some exercise. You came home when the streetlight came on. Your parents had no idea where you were. You just happened to show up at home before dinner. Good times. So we don't want to ruin it for you. We won't tell you exactly what happened, but it is based on a true story that was published in the Wall Street Journal about a group of grown men played by Ed Helms, Jake Johnson, Hannibal Burris, John Hamm and Jeremy Renner who spend one month a year playing the game of tag this is totally feasible right like I I didn't understand when we first saw the commercials only for a month you can do that we can all do that oh absolutely Um, so this made Jim and I start to think who would we play this game with right now what four people so Jim who would you invite to play a game of tag with as an adult
1: I put this list together. It's kind of like a hodgepodge. Um, uh, My buddy Greg, who I grew up with... Mother! (laughs) Who is, like, one of my closest friends. He scares the living crap out of his mother. He's really good at hiding and, like, like, playing... He loves to play pranks on people.
0: I didn't know that.
1: (laughs) He has videos of him, like, hiding behind the door at his house. And his mother comes over to, like, watch the kids. Or she's just coming over to visit. And he scares... Sue, and she screams so. I, I find enjoyment out of it. That's I'm sorry. Hilarious. I'm sorry, Sue, but oh I just think it's, the, it's so funny when he does that. <laughs> um, so I think he'd be really good at like just like hiding, um, and right. like you know, ca- tagging you in like a crazy spot. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, my brother Tommy, he's taller than me. He's my second pick.
0: You'd see him coming though. He's taller than you. He's. Oh, big, my husband is six is... foot nine. His brother Tommy is six ten. How is that going to be a surprise?
1: He's got longer arms. That's why. Because <laughs> it's more competitive. And he's a, he's so competitive. So is Greg. They're both super, like, super competitive. Um, that's why I think it would be fun. Uh, my third pick is my buddy Sam because he works in the movie industry. He scouts locations and he has Ooh, access to different wardrobes. So I think good. Sam would be like the master of disguise.
0: Ooh, that's cool. uh, and
1: then my fourth and final pick is our friend Sharif. <laughs> who honestly, I think he would be the toughest to tag because he's anywhere at any given moment. This guy Facts. travels more than anybody I know.
0: Facts.
1: Um You don't know when he's, he's in town and
0: when he's uh, not. Yeah. I
1: think he's in Canada right now. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I that's my top four. What's who's your top four?
0: That was a good top four. I had no idea Muller did that to his mom. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he I'm loves... I'm going to need some video. Oh, my that, God. That's All right, yeah. So we'll, we'll get him to send that over later.
0: Okay, so mine... Um, you had no girls in yours, I noticed.
1: This beer cool. is delicious, by the way. I just had to throw that in there.
0: But yeah, yeah, throw it in there.
1: Yeah.
0: So my <laughs> first person... <laughs> is uh, my only, beer. my only guy in the group, my friend Fabian. Okay. So all, all four of my people are from college. I met them all in college. They were all already friends they've been friends since elementary school they entitle themselves the get fresh crew i have been so lucky to be included into this already established group for generation or generations or decades before i met them so first off is my friend fabian fabian is a jokester he is one of the funniest people i know no i feel like fabian would be the one to dress up and pop up like he there there's this lady that comes on our street on recycling day and she goes through the cans and takes them no problem if you need the cans take the cans i feel like one day it would be fabian dressed up <laughs> as the can lady and he'd just start running and tag me like fabian would do that he would just dress up and do whatever i would hear him laughing probably before i saw him and that might be his one downfall My second person is my best friend from home, Keisha. Keisha's crazy. Keisha is one of the most creative people I've ever known. I could see her like popping up at my job, like pretending to be an executive, being in a meeting. I just see her doing whatever it takes to be wherever she needs to be to tag me. My third person is my friend, Gina. Gina looks so sweet and so innocent and just so lovely. You want to put her in your pocket, but that bitch can be cunning. You won't see her coming because you're like, oh my God, she's so sweet and nice, which she is. But she's always plotting. She'd be great at this game. My last friend is our friend Hope. Hope is laser focused and determined.
1: You got everybody from the Get Fresh. Her
0: eyes would be on the prize. That's why we're all friends. That's why this all works. I think... The five of us would have the best time playing this game because everybody in the movie has different roles I won't spoil it like I said before but there's a reason why these five friends have been playing this game for 30 years so the movie like we said was based on real people
1: and the game doesn't last for all 12 months of the year they only play for the month of May
0: which makes it totally doable yes They don't live in the same city in the movie, but if you know Mays coming, you do what you need to do. Um, We highly, highly recommend you go see this movie. If you have an Alamo Draft House or any of those movie theaters... An iPick. An iPick. Any of those cool theaters now that have the chairs that or like their Lazy Boy recliners and they have service for you. They bring you dinner. You have cocktails. Maybe you, get a, you can get an evil twin brewing beer. I don't know. Do that. We highly recommend it because you will be howling, laughing, remembering when you were a kid, and you will definitely, definitely leave the theater wanting to play it. I had to restrain myself not to run through this theater and hit my husband and say, you're it. I probably would have knocked somebody over. That's why I didn't do it. But... Had that not been the reason, I totally would have done it, because it looks like so much fun. Any other comments on uh, the movie?
1: I really enjoyed it. Um, I think that's the first movie I saw Hannibal Burris in. Oh, yeah. I, th- yeah. I thought he did a pretty good job uh, for being on the big screen for the first time.
0: Yeah, um, he was great.
1: Ed Helms is always funny, I mean, I've never seen him not be funny. So, uh, Jeremy Renner is the untaggable friend, which was the whole kind of right, premise of the movie. Right, right, right. So, out of your four, who's untaggable?
0: Ooh. Out of my four, I'm going to say Keisha because of the reasons you said for um, Sharif. I never know where she is. Yeah. She's either in the South, on the West Coast. Like, I never know where she is. So, Keisha's definitely my untaggable. Sharif was yours?
1: Yeah, I'd say it would be Sharif, yeah. Um,
0: we should get everybody to do this. This this would actually be a lot of fun. That would be fun. We're gonna send some emails. Something
1: it's, there's no tag backs, right? Like if I tag you, you can't tag yeah, me in the same no. instance. Which, you have to go and tag somebody else, which makes it
0: fair because yeah. you just be hit they're smacking each other. Yeah. So yeah. it was
1: funny in the movie when they're in that circle. Yeah, and they just kept smacking yeah. each other. Like. So
0: at the end of the the month of May, whoever is it starts it off the following May.
1: Yeah, they're they're it for the next Which I months. would be
0: plotting for an entire year. I would kind of be happy to be the last one <clears time throat> to be it.
1: I'd book my plane tickets like that month for yeah. whoever I'm going to tag first.
0: I would definitely have an amazing game plan. Okay, next we're going to talk about how I single-handedly caught a serial killer. Correct? Get the... What?
1: I, I didn't? How is this... Uh, how do you lead in like that? I'm because sorry. It, it's exciting. What do you why why you, would that not be the lead-in? You caught the serial killer. I did.
0: The Golden State Killer was caught by my book club. Okay, it wasn't just me. It was my entire book club. We caught it. Here's how. So I started this book club in April.
1: True crime book it club. It is
0: a true crime book club because I love true crime stories. I am obsessed with the Discovery Channel investigation ID.
1: <laughs> Which has shows on it, that, like Wives with Knives. Amazing, watch it. Do you really need to be watching this? Do I need to be sleeping with one eye open? Deadly Women. Oh my God.
0: It's amazing. It's, you learn a lot. So, this is my thing, and I, I work in the city, I take the train in and out, and I decided one day, instead of watching Netflix, let me start reading again. How about that? Let's, let's get a book into me. So I love true crime. So that's what I was reading, and I thought to myself, this would be a great excuse to get all my friends together, because as we all know, the older you get, the harder it is to get your friends together. People are married, people have kids, but for something like this, people are down for. So I reached out to some of my girls, hey, would you be interested in reading this type of book? A bunch of them said yes, and that's how we started. So.
1: Your book club is sexist? Women only? Is this what I'm gathering here? Yes. There's no male members? No. No okay are we fine with that sure
0: you don't want to join the book club you don't want maybe, to read about any of this
1: maybe I was never asked
0: you don't like the subject matter
1: no I don't like the subject matter of like wives with knives and like killer wives <laughs> and like anything so that, as long all as all these wives the, kill their husbands as
0: long as the murder is a dude you're good
1: I've like test my food for poison now
0: you yeah, haven't so far how's that beer taste
1: oh jeez <laughs> did you roofie me I'm okay with that I'm fine with that
0: So our first book was entitled I'll Be Gone in the Dark. It was a very interesting read because it was about the Golden State Killer. His name is Joseph D'Angelo. But at the time, we didn't know who this person was. He'd been out and about for 40 years and nobody had one clue who this guy was. So reading into the book, he was caught. So clearly, my book club reading this caught him. It was all of us putting our effort in, and we figured it out. So briefly, if you don't know who he is, he raped 50 women, he murdered 12 people, he broke into 100 homes.
1: So he's a nice guy.
0: He is a sweetheart. (laughs) A little background on him, he's a Vietnam War vet, so they thought he was probably in the military. That's why he knew how to do so many things. He was also a police officer in two different areas. That's why the uh, murders and burglaries switched areas. He was married, had three daughters, and every time a daughter was born, the murder stopped for a little bit. So it's like, was this guy struggling to not be a deviant when his kids were born? Did his wife know? Like, I asked so many questions. He, Ended his, well, he didn't end his career as a cop. It was ended for him early on while he was still doing all these murders. He was caught shoplifting, shoplifting dog repellent and a hammer. The person that worked at the, what was the name of the store? The Pay and Save. Caught him putting the hammer in his pants, stopped him, called the cops. They tied him to a chair at the Pay and Save. When the sheriff deputies came, they found him tied to a tree in a very emotional state. Wow. So after that, he worked as a mechanic in a grocery store. Tied to a
1: tree or a chair? A
0: chair. Did I say tree?
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that like, would have been
0: much better. Did
1: they move him from the chair to the tree? I mean, he
0: would have deserved it. They didn't know. Um, okay. But he was caught yeah. by DNA, which is starting a whole new conversation. People saying, is this fair? I think it's fair. If you've done something like this, like murder... 12 people, raped 50 people, broke into 100 homes. Who would say that's fair.
1: Who would say that's not A
0: fair? lot of people are saying it's like uh, privacy. Because you're going and just DNA records and that's not, it shouldn't be legal. I'm all for it. I think it's fantastic. Um, they finally caught him. I mean, we... Well, look at how many people
1: have been exonerated of their crimes Absolutely. Same DNA thing. Same proving thing. that I they didn't do totally it. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally
0: agree. Uh, same, same page with that. So... They finally caught him. I mean, we finally caught him, and we're very excited. We're moving on to other books, and I'll let you all know who we uh, who we catch next.
1: Who you catch next? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A bunch of super sleuths over there. That's us. All right. <laughs> so, uh, we really hope you guys enjoyed your time with us, and we're going to go over. So, Doug at the Beer Noggin... Whenever I'm paying for, I'm paying my tab, and we're closing out. Uh, he always puts a unique name, uh, a tab name, at the top of the bill. Um, so this week, uh, what what was the tab name from from yesterday? When we we're getting know. the beer to record this show, I don't know. I took a picture of it. Do you remember There's me taking a, a picture so of let's,
0: it? So while he's looking for that, I'm going to go through... You
1: took the picture of it.
0: I'm going to go through uh, the list.
1: You took the picture.
0: Well, you go through the list and i find Well, that here
1: are some past names that Doug has given me on my tabs. Jim Jam, <laughs> the Jam Slammer, uh, Jam Stack, Slim Jim, real original. I'm he's tall, skinny. And tall and skinny. Uh and Dan, who's a worker he who works at he's a bartender there at the Beer Noggin, uh gave me Jimanji last week, which is pretty funny. Uh, sorry, Doug,
0: that might be my favorite. That's, oh, that's pretty, no.
1: that's pretty funny. Doug's just gonna come even harder every time like af- after this on the tab name so that he can uh Oh, Jimmerlicious was the one from the other That yesterday, was the one from the other day. Which was uh... funny.
0: We just wanted to highlight those because you've been doing this since they opened up and they just celebrated their third?
1: Their third third anniversary in Bronxville, yeah. So super proud of those guys. Every
0: single time we get a a name like this, um, I'm going to start requesting that I get a name added. Just saying. I'm there too, guys. Just whatever. Okay. So I hope you guys enjoyed this show. If you are thirsty for more, please join us next time. Bye. Bye.